This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Hey, you're tuned into Gigi Well Play, the show that talks about all things video games. I'm Hanif Baharudin, and this week we're going to dissect the clash between gamers, crypto miners, and scalpers over one of the hottest items that is of interest to these three groups, graphics cards or GPUs. But before that, here's a recap of some of the biggest news in the world of gaming with Daryl Ong and Dashren Yuhan. Thank you, Hanif. Our first story of the evening is on Sony. Sony announced its acquisition of the world's largest fighting game tournament, Evolution Championship Series, or better known as EVO. This comes after Sony Interactive Entertainment, SIE and RTS, an esports venture from Endeavor, acquired the assets and properties of the EVO series. Now, what this means is that the future of EVO events are essentially Sony PlayStation events in partnership with RTS. Um, Despite the acquisition, EVO co-founders Tony and Tom Cannon will remain at EVO in their role as key advisors. That's right. Apart from announcing the acquisition, Sony also took the opportunity to announce the dates of the next EVO tournament for the year. It will take place digitally from the 6th to the 8th of August and 13th to the 15th of August. The games that will be played include Tekken 7, Street Fighter 5, Champion Edition, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate and Guilty Gear Strive. The details for the qualifiers, which also will take place online will be released in the coming weeks. Now, since Sony has bought the tournament, questions were naturally raised regarding games from other first-party developers such as Nintendo Super Smash Bros. And according to EVO business developer Mark Julio, and I quote here, EVO is still open to all platforms and both Sony and RTS are supportive of their work without actually clarifying whether these other games will be allowed to appear on their platform. And last year's EVO online event was cancelled following abuse allegations against the organiser Joey Queller which also resulted in Netherrealm and Capcom pulling out from the event to show their solidarity with members of the community. Yeah, and recognising that, Sony also reaffirmed a commitment to creating a safe and inclusive environment for players moving forward. Next story, and sticking with Sony, uh, they have released a new design for their PlayStation VR controllers for the PS5. Moving away from the one-like design of the previous Move controllers, the new controller design looks a little bit more ergonomic, sleek, and slightly a bit like Valve's Index. Hideaki Nishino, a senior vice president of the platform planning and management of PlayStation, said that, and I quote, our new VR controller speaks to our mission of achieving a much deeper sense of presence and stronger feeling of immersion in VR experiences. It will build up upon the innovation we introduced with the DualSense wireless controller, which changed how games feel on PS5 by unlocking a new way to tap into the sense of touch. Now we are bringing that innovation to VR games. Interesting. Based on what he said, apart from being more ergonomic and more natural to hold, the controller will also have haptic feedback, adaptive triggers, features that are also available on the DualSense and also a new feature called a finger touch detection. 
Now the finger touch detection is a feature where the controller is able to detect your fingers without you pressing any buttons. Crazy, the controller <laughs> is also able to detect your thumb, index and middle fingers, allowing you to make more natural gestures with your hands during gameplay. That's right, and the VR controllers are tracked by the new VR headset through a tracking ring across the bottom of the controller. Now this is very exciting, but so far that's all we have. Nothing on the VR headset yet, so let's wait for it. waiting for that and moving on into our next story Square Enix had their digital event called Square Enix Presents last week some pretty interesting announcements were made including a new Life is Strange game called Life is Strange True Colors hearing everyone talk about my brother about the life he had here with all of you I lost the chance to have that what happened to Gabe was a senseless, tragic accident. It wasn't an accident. Son, now is not the time. Alex? Are you okay? No. They're definitely hiding something. The game will be released on 10th of September and instead of episodic, the game will be released in full. Life is Strange Remastered Collection, which features the first Life is Strange game and the prequel Life is Strange Before the Storm has also been announced. Apart from that, there's also a new long trailer for Outriders and a new game called Balan Wonderworld. A roadmap announcement for Marvel Avengers was also made that includes the new Black Widow event, new story content and the introduction of Black Panther. You get me the army. I'll get you the vibranium. Sincerely, Claw. Other announcements also include mobile games Just Cause Mobile and Hitman Sniper Assassins. And what's exciting is 2021 also marks the 25th anniversary of Tomb Raider and Square Enix released a video to celebrate the franchise. This year marks the 25th anniversary of Tomb Raider and we are so excited to celebrate alongside fans throughout 2021. Over the years, Lara has uncovered lost tombs, solved ingenious puzzles, survived treacherous traps, and saved the world many times over. She's also become a pop culture icon who has inspired countless fans around the world to embrace their adventurous side and to just keep moving. Lastly, updates on some games. The Airship map for Among Us now has a release date. The map will be released at the end of this month on the 31st. So do check that out when it drops. And if you're a fan of the highly rated RPG Disco Elysium, which was previously just a PC exclusive, it will now be released on consoles. No dates as of yet for Xbox and Nintendo, but the game will be available on the PS4, the PS5 and the Google Stadia on the 30th of March. Yes, and the version that will be coming to these consoles is the Final Cut version featuring added voice acting and bonus content. That's all we have for this week's recap. Back to you, honey. Thank you very much, Daryl and Dashrin. Moving on, we're going to be talking about a story that's pretty big among PC gamers and crypto miners. If you're aware of it, PC gamers and crypto miners have been in competition over one of the most important items for PC gaming, graphics card. While this has been an ongoing situation ever since crypto mining has become a thing, it escalates when the pandemic hits, resulting in a shortage of silicons across industries, which then led to scalpers taking advantage of the situation and GPU manufacturers like Nvidia having a say on the matter in a slightly controversial way. Sounds complicated but fret not as I got BFM's Najman Maliki to join me to help break it all down and just to paint a picture of how interesting the situation is he's going to talk about the GPU that he currently has
See, I'm still using my RX 580 8GB from Sapphire. Um, it's a Radeon graphics card. Uh, bought it secondhand. Ah. Okay, how much did you pay for it? So, yeah, I got it from Carousel. I got it for 500 ringgit from another gamer. Um, so he was upgrading. I got his card. That was nice. Uh, so because of the obvious boom that we are seeing now, it got me curious. Ah, like, what if I were to upgrade to retraceable card like RTX 2060, for example? Considering that that's a rather old, quote unquote, old model now. Went on Carousel, check my card, check all all the prices of all graphics card. Mine have jumped to as high as 1,800 now. Um, that is like what? More than triple the price that I bought. And I bought it quite a while ago. But why is there such a huge jump in secondhand price? Yeah, because everyone is going, uh, is jumping on the crypto mining bandwagon, okay? So where best to get their cards if you can't? quote-unquote, afford a card. So if you want to buy 10 cards, just buy 10 second-hand cards. Wow. Okay, so so let's let's go back to basics first. I've read about it. I'm aware of it, but I'm not too sure the technicalities of it. So maybe you can help explain to me how did graphic cards get involved with crypto mining? Like how, how do you use a graphic card? I think a card that's dedicated to outputting graphics, mm. uh, high-quality graphics for crypto mining. Mm. Okay, so... As you may or may not know, when you want to churn out graphics, right, you need to do a lot of calculations, mathematical calculations. So when you're calculating how the water flows or the bullet works or particle effects, everything, single thing is just a, a calculation, kan? So a graphics card is basically a computer hardware that focuses a lot on just very hardworking mathematical functions, right? And also, because you 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 don't want to be using your CPU to do that, your main brain of the computer, you don't want to bog it down with just, you know, graphical calculation. So you offload it to a certain hardware that does that. But lo and behold, that same mathematical calculation can also do other different calculations. And I guess segueing on to cryptocurrency and how cryptocurrency works, it uses blockchain technology, right? And blockchain technology dictates that uh, it creates a chain by having very complex uh, mathematical calculations. And that's how you maintain the blockchain. That's how you create a new blockchain. So hence, you can use these mathematically powerful hardware to mine for you, like quote-unquote mine for you, right? And that's how people started realizing that, hey, I can actually just use my graphics card to do all of this very complex calculations and yeah and people started mining on graphics card i think you can clearly see when the bitcoin difficulty rises because people started realizing that oh instead of just using my cpu to do the calculations i can like triple or quadruple the output if i use my gpu and bitcoin as you may know a particular blockchain gets harder and harder to create after you've created so many blockchains, right? So the difficulty for Bitcoin after people started using graphics card to actually calculate just skyrocketed. To this day, I think it's almost impossible for you to mine more Bitcoin. But yeah, same philosophy goes for Ethereum, for ETH, for Light, Dash, whatever uh, cryptocurrency you're talking about. Uh, people are just using their, the graphics card that we have on the market to do that, exactly that. 
So yeah, that's how the whole thing kind of like exploded. So I guess to a certain extent, uh, gamers and crypto miners have been in competition for the same items basically lah, since they discovered that graphic cards can be used to also mine cryptocurrencies, right? Mm. But I think there's a there's a big uh, disparaging thing here, right? So when you game, how much money do you make Hanif, when you play Cyberpunk <laughs> on your base PS4? You make zero money. Right? Actually, you lose money because you have to buy the game. Uh, but for crypto miners, they literally generate money. So it's very unfair, I feel, <laughs> for, for, for gamers to compete against crypto miners who are actually really literally making money. Yeah, but okay, I think before we get into the current situation, I'm curious to know whether were there any problems prior to this? Like, were they actually competing to a point where there are shortages uh, when it comes to either, you know, uh, gamers not being able to get their hands on the latest graphic cards because of miners, you know, dominating or mm. buying all these graphic cards? Or mm. were there any problems with regard to uh, shortages back then prior to the pandemic? Uh, yes, I think, or rather... People saw it coming, I think. Um, so essentially, it's essentially the 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 market lah. It's how the market works, I guess, right? You show that this particular thing um, actually costs a lot more than what it is, and you start creating this domino effect, right? So currently, everyone is just mining using their CPUs, and then suddenly they start realizing that they can actually use their graphic cards to actually do it. And once that happens, people started buying off graphics card, but Say, for example, I'm a miner, you're not, and there's not a lot of miners in this world. I can just hey, and if can I get your graphic card, I'll just pay you double what you've paid the, the, the shop. And you'll be more than happy to let you your graphics card go. Thing is, say Ali comes in and Ali saw our transaction and Ali realized that, oh, actually, there's a huge market for that. Why don't I, a person who is not interested in mining or gaming, go out and get all of these cards from all of these people and just sell it to Najman because Najman is super excited to mine, right? Then you create scalpers. So now scalpers enters the picture, right? So a new challenger comes, scalper. Uh, this is pre-COVID. Um, so scalpers now are scalping, um, buying off all the cards before Hanif can actually get his next new card for Najman. So scalpers are actually signing off to Najman or rather miners. So scalpers and miners are kind of like hand in hand in raising the retail price because essentially there is no retail price. And I guess miners have the advantage because they have the money, I suppose, to somehow buy off all these graphic cards, whereas gamers sometimes <laughs> will struggle to get all these cards, right? Yeah. But yeah, essentially, uh, in theory, yes. But also, I guess in theory, it's a gamble. It's a gamble that they have to do. You don't know when the boom is going to 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 go back down, lah. Mm. So even the secondhand markets are quite competitive in that sense, right? I think uh, based on what you've mentioned earlier about your graphic card, I think even prior to the pandemic, the cost of graphic cards you can get good amount for it if you were to sell it off in the secondhand market. But um, who would usually sell it in the secondhand market? Would miners buy it off gamers in the secondhand market, or does it work the other way around? In this like mining world. I would actually say it's the other way around. Gamers would buy it from miners because of the wear and tear. And what I mean by that is because of the very minimal wear and tear. So if I may go into it, if I were to sell you my graphics card, I probably have pushed my graphics card to the limit, right? So I probably would run like 
cyberpunk on ultra and the temperatures would reach like 95 degrees for like four five hours straight and things like that right so i'm gonna push that card like crazy i'm gonna like really work it like a horse miners when they mine their coins right they probably have like 10 20 graphics card on one rig right so having a lot of graphics card on one rig creates a lot of very high temperatures right so they then have to have proper cooling system probably an air-conditioned room like super expensive cooling stuff so if they can they would actually undervolt the kite meaning they would actually send very or the lowest amount of voltage to the kite so you're not stressing the kite too much so you don't cause it to overheat too much right so the kite is actually running at like bare minimum as long as it can run and just do what it needs to do and not go super hot just so that they don't actually have to cool down the the, the card so much. They uh, spend less on electricity bill because you are not pushing that uh, card so much. So at the end of the day, what would happen is you would have a essentially an underutilized card. Lah. If I were to give an example for, for like a, a car here, imagine like, there's two person, person A, person B, both have my Vs. One person is like using it to go to Kelantan every day and the other person is just like doing grab all over KL. At the end of the year, the mileage for the KL area, my V, would just be like what? 50,000 kilometers versus the other one's like what? 800,000 kilometers, I don't know lah. So the other person would have a more worn out graphics card versus the miner the miner actually would have a better more pristine card and usually gamers would stick to their card longer like my card is what from 2017 right and i'm still sticking to it miners would always go for the best and uh, the greatest and the latest because they want the best conversion rate best roi if you will for their card so once the latest one comes out they'll just get that and sell off their uh, actually underutilized cards uh, to gamers uh. That's in theory, that's how it works. Huh? That was Najban Maliki and we've been talking about GPUs and its relationship with crypto miners. Let's go for a short break. More conversations on the subject after this. You're listening to GG Well Played on BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, you're listening to GG Well Played. I'm your host, Hanif Baharudin. We're talking about graphics card this week and how the item has become a subject of interest not only for gamers but also crypto miners. In the first part, our guest Najiban Maliki has explained why and how GPUs are also useful for crypto miners. And while that has created a competition between the groups in the past couple of years, it was still pretty manageable until the pandemic hits. <laughs> When the pandemic hit, a lot of big companies who needs the silicon, the the chips, the graphics card components, basically, essentially, had to obviously work from home and lower down their 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 production rates, and that obviously hit the supply chain hard. But actually, actually, there's also another level of that as well because of the pandemic, right? Not just typical gaming companies who say or not even gaming companies but hardware companies like Asus uh, MSI that actually reduce their orders companies like car manufacturers actually reduce their orders as well because they assume that during the pandemic they're not going to be producing a lot of cars because they don't have enough employees who work in the factories so they just reduce their orders so when everyone reduced their orders 
yeah, the supply chain just realized that, okay, I'm not going to be able to do a lot because I can't have a lot of employees working and I'm not going to deliver a lot as well because there's not a lot of people who's ordering and it just took a hit. But yeah, that and and mixed with people actually being at home a lot more. So like yourself, myself, we are all at home and we don't know what to do and we decide to like play more games and just like upgrade our rig and just, you know, be fine at home. Yeah, you just created a perfect storm lah. You created high demand and you you reduce the supply. Yeah, and of course, among the things affected also include consoles, PlayStation yep. 5 and to a certain extent even Xbox Series X. Uh, they're also taking a hit, right? So yes, so there's a shortage in silicons resulting in shortage in, I guess, supply to all these companies that need these chips, right? Uh, so uh, how did that affect the graphic card industry? And I guess we can get into the specific of, for example, NVIDIA releasing their uh, latest uh, line of graphic card, right? I think the RTX 30 series, right? Mm, yeah, I think I think even before then, the 20 series got affected as well. But yeah, 30 series definitely was launched during the pandemic. What resulted, obviously, is uh, no one being able to... to uh, get a hold of the card. I remember seeing a video of Linus doing a, a benchmark on that uh, graphics card, the Founders Edition, and Dave 2D, a famous YouTuber as well, commented saying that in Canada, there's only three graphics cards and Linus has them all. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's the high-end uh, graphic card, which I think to a certain extent is also the uh, target of uh, Minus and also Scalpers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah, but then of course Nvidia will first release the highest end graphic card, and then they will start releasing the more, I guess, middle end graphic cards yeah. that are more quote unquote accessible for casual gamers out there, right? Mm-hmm. And then yeah, followed by the most accessible one lah, which brings us to a very interesting <laughs> point in time lah. I'd say, I guess you're referring to Nvidia 3060, right? Yeah, which is quote unquote the most accessible uh, in the line of uh, the RTX uh, 30 series graphic cards and of course obviously that will be the target among most casual gamers out there who who would like to upgrade their their graphic cards considering that I think the price that I think Nvidia put coupled with the upgrades that are not necessarily incremental the upgrade was quite a huge leap I guess so there are a lot of gamers out there that are eyeing these graphic cards right especially the entry level uh, series as well right so I think from what I've heard of course obviously um, miners will also be Praying. and mm-hmm. of course scalpers doing their uh, doing their job have uh, also they've also been been eyeing right and I, I think to some extent they managed to get a hold of of you know a bulk of these graphic cards right yeah yeah the interesting thing is that I think um, Nvidia and all these other companies are aware of their graphic cards being used not only for gaming and I guess video graphical production but also for mining right yeah they 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 know it very very well. NVIDIA under a very sneaky guys launched one graphics card um, a while back to basically suit that need uh, essentially just for miners. It's called the P106. Yeah, so P106, they, they, they use manufacturers to actually sell that card. So as you might know that uh, NVIDIA and Radeon or AMD creates the, the, the chipset, the, the brain of a graphics card. And then they will actually sell the blueprint on how to actually uh, make the card and get companies like MSI, Asus uh, to, to manufacture the card and sell it. They do have their own quote-unquote founder's edition that they also sell it, but bulk of the money comes from 
the manufacturers. So Nvidia didn't actually slap on a lot of branding. I don't think there are any branding on the P106. Uh, but yeah, it is accessible by the uh, public, I would say. Uh, it's just that a card without any display output would not entice any gamer any day, anytime soon lah. Because like, why would you want a card and in your uh, machine that can't output any display? What's the point of a card that can't do any graphical work, right? I mean, yeah. Apart from the NVIDIA P106, uh, NVIDIA be- being aware of the fact that I think the, there is a market to serve, um, but in this case, um, a market that's perhaps not gamers, minus, uh, have decided to come up with a new line of graphic card, right? Um, yeah. NVIDIA CMP, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah. The crypto mining cards uh, are under the guys or the group called uh, CMP, yes. So the lineup is uh, specifically created for miners. What does that mean? It means that it's got the same capability of graphical or mining output that a normal NVIDIA graphic cards would churn out, except that it doesn't have any graphical output. So you can just like put it into your machine, start mining. Um, but in, if you want to like say start gaming you can't do anything to it because you can't connect your monitor to it so yeah mm. but in doing this they also did something interesting to yes. the nvidia rtx 360 right yeah so so basically um the idea uh, is that people can't get their hands on a 3070 380 so let's let's make sure that the gamers can actually get their hands on the 3060 which is the most accessible graphics card right so what they've done is they've hard coded apparently according to them a limiter, right, that limits the potential that the graphic cards can actually churn out, right, uh, when it comes to specifically mining. So when you're mining, the thing that you want to look into is the hash rate of a specific graphics card. So if you limit the hash rate itself, then you would get a very mediocre card. Lah. So essentially, if I were to use a 360 um, and the hash rate has been cut into half, might as well I just... Don't use the 360 and use either an older card, which is probably uh, hard for you to get, or you get a specific card that does that. That's where the CMP lineups uh, come in, which is able to do exactly what the 360 can and more. And so ideally, in the ideal situation, Hanif would not be fighting with the miners. He would just have to go and get the uh, 360 because Najman as a miner is happy with his CMP card. Yeah. Yeah, on paper, it does look interesting and it does look beneficial for both parties. Yeah. But judging by how the market works, especially the secondhand market, the gamers themselves aren't as happy with, with what they did with the 360, right? Yeah, okay. So this is where it gets very interesting, right? So if you got recall, I, I mentioned that the CMP cards um, have zero uh, display output, right? Why why aren't the, the, the gamers happy, right? Because like, this should actually help them, right? Um, Miners go for CMP, gamers for, go for 3060. But thing is, when a miner buys a card, as I mentioned earlier, they would not push the card to the maximum limit. So they would actually just use the card up until it's f- um, full potential, until the next card comes around, and they'll set that card off. Where, here comes the gamers, can buy, buy the cards, right? Thing is, because they've done this, Miners would go definitely get both cards, 360 and the CMP cards. But NVIDIA can't produce 
I mean, the NVIDIA can only produce so much cars, right? Say, for example, 100% of the capacity is going to be reduced just to like 50% uh, production uh, for the 3060 and the other 50% production for the um, CMP cards, right? While what they could have initially done is do 100% production for just the 3060 cards, right? Because they split the production line now, now in next year, this time around, you can't get... um. Uh, rather, you can buy a second-hand CMP V1, the first version of the CMP card, but it's no use uh, for gamers, right? So miners don't want to sell that off. So, so they probably don't want to uh, get that card in the first place because they know they can't. They, it's like zero value, second-hand value in the, in the second-hand market versus if they get the 3060, then there will be a second-hand value for it, right? But again... As we've mentioned, that there, there is a limiter that uh, NVIDIA apparently baked it in, right? No one could hack a card, can they? <laughs> yeah, that's precisely my next question. Uh, they've already put a limiter to somehow make the card less desirable for, for miners, right? But yeah. you said that miners would still be interested in these cards because maybe it can still be hacked. Has yeah. that been proven? Yeah, so apparently it has been proven. So initially, uh, there were some leaks uh, or rather there were some screenshots that showed like a miner mining with a 3060 at its full capacity or, or very close to full capacity. Um, and then people say were saying that, oh, that's not Ethereum and that's not Earth or, or whatever. And then very recently, there were screenshots showing there are codes on GitHub uh, that allows you to bypass that limiter even for Ethereum, which is... The one of the hottest um, coins out there, lah. Yeah, albeit it is actually mining at around seventy to eighty percent its potential, but still, seventy to eighty percent potential is really huge potential. So yeah, the card have just been released less than a month. I think it's it's crazy how fast uh, these hackers work. They immediately, almost immediately, bypassed the block that Nvidia put. So yeah, you know. And thing is, for me personally, I think. NVIDIA, as much as they care, they don't really care. Because as much as they care about what Hanif, whether Hanif is happy or not, they know Hanif is still going to buy their cards. Lah. No matter how big of a, um, a douche they are, Hanif will still go out and get that new graphics card from them next time around, lah, whenever he can. Lah. And at the end of the day, they make their money. Yeah. So even if miners even hack their cards and are able to use it for mining, NVIDIA is not at a loss. Because at the end of the day, NVIDIA is still making money. But who's the loser here now? <laughs> gamers? Of course. Okay, so the losers in general would be gamers. But if I may uh, zoom in into a specific group of gamers, which is Malaysian gamers. <laughs> Why Malaysian gamers specifically? Because I think... Because to, I'm to, a Malaysian to be fair, gamer. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, it's an international problem, right? Is, a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of gamers, regardless of where you are, are facing this problem, right? Yeah, okay. So so here's the thing, right? So gamers all over the world, yes, they are facing this problem. Thing is, miners in Malaysia doesn't have such a deep pocket like miners in China, for example, or even the US, for example. They can't go out and get 300 or 5,000 graphics card at one go, right? They don't have that much money to play with maybe or not that confident that they can actually spend that much money and make enough money in time so that their, their ROI is worth it. So what Malaysian miners would do is they would actually get 
secondhand cards that is already on the secondhand market, right? So obviously, you can't get a 3060 now, or rather a 30 series now. So you go for the next best thing, which is a 20 series. And if you can't get that, then you go for the next best thing, which is a 10 series or the RX 5 series, right? Which is a huge bummer lah. Because a GTX, GTX, not RTX, I can't do retracing here. <laughs> a GTX 1060 or 1650 or 1660 or my card, RX 580. All these cards are, what, four or five years old? All of these cards are skyrocketing in price now just because the miners in Malaysia are not that kaya enough. They are not that rich enough. So they'll just like get it off gamers like you and me and just like offer a quote-unquote sweet deal lah. So like, oh, you want to get an RX 580? I'll just buy it off you for like 1,000 and I'll be like, oh, okay, I'll tell you my card for 1,000 ringgit. And then Hanif looking for a mediocre, quote-unquote mediocre card, he can't get it. Because the scalpers and the miners in this year who are not scalping or mining on, on latest gen cards are scalping and mining on the, the the older cards. And so you're left with a card from back in 2015, maybe 2013. So yeah, don't dream of playing um, Red Dead Redemption 2 anytime soon lah on <laughs> all the graphics. Do you foresee this changing anytime uh, soon? If we were to solve the silicon shortage problem, will it be better? Okay, that's a, that's a couple of things that can actually solve this issue lah. So silicon shortage would be great, would be ace. Um, that would be number one. Number two, um, just realignment by some of this, uh, by, by NVIDIA and, and, and uh, AMD alone. Right? Just be honest and don't you do your CMP cards. Just focus on gaming cards alone. We know you're gonna, your gaming cards are going to be hacked. Just full on produce those cards. At least we can get secondhand stuff maybe. Yeah, and and one biggest thing obviously that can happen that will kind of correct everything would be the drop in bitcoin prices right so bitcoin now is a is a hot thing which actually heats up the altcoins market ethereum dash light if the bubble bursts if you will yeah if the bubble bursts the prices are going to go down which is what happened back in 2018 right the bubble burst it went down then graphics card just became like no minus one to have graphics card anymore because it's it doesn't make sense for them to buy a graphics card so they just start selling off their cards and yeah and and uh, and all is well lah. so as long as the, the bubble pops gamers would rejoice lah. but so long as the bubble is still blowing up yeah okay all right and you think that the move uh, by nvidia to create those cmp cards are useless lah i don't think it's useless lah. i think it's a good it's a good media thing that they are doing. It's a really great A media move lah to do that. Uh, it, it actually slightly helps, I think, maybe, maybe not some gamers. But yeah, ultimately, most gamers are the losers here lah. I, I do have one thing to point though. Um, because of these shortages, it's not just the scalpers who are actually trying to make money off of it. It's also some tech shops, right, who actually have stock in hand their graphics card right so what what i noticed is happening is that people are actually doing bundles it's a lot like how people are doing bundles for ps5 and the xbox series x and x 
um, what they do is like they'll force Hanif to actually get five games and uh, ten controllers, whatever, just so that they can actually boost more of their sales. So very similarly goes for computer components companies. What they're doing is that they're selling you their most expensive motherboards and, and, and cheap CPUs and RAM that they know that they can't easily sell just so that Hanif can actually get a hold of the RTX 3070, the RTX 3060. So you might just initially spend 3000 on just one card or maybe 2005 on one card. Ended up, you have to spend like 7005 because you have to get the whole rig or even if you already have a rig at home, <laughs> which is a huge bummer. But they're not doing this to scalpers or miners. <laughs> they're doing this to gamers. So, so a lot, yeah. So a lot of people are like, like I'm still backing them up, lah, saying that oh, at least they're not scalping, lah. At least um, scalpers don't get it because scalpers would not want to buy a full rig, kan? Because and this is the argument that they are using actually to to protect themselves as well. They're saying that oh, if you're a true gamer, then you will get the full rig because you need it to game. But if you're a scalper, then you will actually get just uh, the card because you just wanna you know mine. And I I totally disagree. I don't think. I don't think that is a solution. Ah. That to me is just um, you taking advantage of the situation still. Ah. Okay. Any last words, Naj? My last word would be to Elon Musk to stop tweeting about anything. Lah. His tweets are <laughs> killing us, man. You've been tuning in to GG Well Played and I've been speaking to Najman Maliki about GPUs and crypto miners. If you're a PC gamer and you've been affected by the shortage, do share your stories with us via our email, ggwp at bfm.my. We would also welcome stories from crypto miners and to a certain extent, scalpers, why not? Do write into us and share our stories. If you'd like to listen to this episode again, you can find the podcast on bfm.my, our app available on the Apple App Store or Google Play and also Spotify. Don't forget to also follow the station on Twitter at BFM Radio. My name is Sanif Baharudin. Thanks for joining us. Game on. Till next time, GG Well Played. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.